Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio, 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. Into the 9 o'clock hour on this King Holiday Monday. So glad you're with us. Sam Crenshaw along with Jason Longshore as Greg as stuck at Bucky's on I-75. Um, and hopefully, hope you'll make it back to be with me next Saturday morning. If not, we may call you. I'm in town. I can <laughs> fill in next weekend <laughs> if I need to. We'll see if he doesn't survive Bucky's and doesn't make it back. We, we, we'll see. But so glad you're with us uh, on this holiday Monday. Some of you are having the day off, not having to work, but we do still salute those who are having to work today. Our first responders, obviously, uh, frontline workers, those who don't get to have a day off. They have to go. And uh, we, we, we see you. We, we notice you. We appreciate you for what you're doing today. On this special day when we honor Atlanta's own Atlanta native, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and reflect on the accomplishments and and just the, the, the thoughts of things that happened during his time and what have happened uh, since his time. And, you know, I'm excited because we got somebody we're going to get a chance to talk to here that uh, I get a chance to see when we leave on Sunday. Sometimes we go down and Greg and I would like, like to see what, what color suit he has on because he dresses to the nines. Now, the man's got threads. Mm-hmm. He's all, all, always clean. Clean, as my dad used to say, cleaner than the board of hell. And, and so we go down and when he's doing his, his, his show – and I always get a chance to say hello to him. But this week he was honored with a very, very special honor. We want to welcome Larry Tinsley uh, on the Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I don't know if you've been on 92.9 The Game before. Have you? Yes, I have. You know, you had me do a day of inspiration one That's Sunday right. during COVID. That's right. That's right. You did. Yes. We appreciate you having me on. Well, 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 you know, good morning to you. And Jason, well, good morning to you, Sam. And good morning, Jason. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Good morning. It's always an honor to catch up with you. Great, uh, yes. Great to hear your voice. Uh, my goodness, today is the King holiday, and you were recently uh, received of the, Nash, of the Nathaniel Mosby Humanitarian Award in DeKalb County. Uh, you were saluted there for, for your, your, just your works uh, for many, many years. Uh, we've had a chance to privilege to honor and, and, and watch you. I've had a chance to listen to you uh, going back to my high school days, so it's a thrill for me always to work with you. But what does it mean to receive an honor uh, on the time when we're celebrating uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It is truly an honor, Sam and Jason. Let me tell you, it's it's such an honor because I remember something that Dr. King said many, many years ago. He said that we ought to do our job so well that the living, the dead, or the unborn couldn't do it better. And uh, and, I, and that's that's always my attitude when I when I go on the air at V one hundred three. 
I try to do it at my best, and I try to do it better than anyone else because I have to control those listeners and keep them locked in for that six hours that I'm on the air. And um, so it's up to me to keep the program tight, right, and pleasing in God's sight so that he'll get the glory in the process. The award honors individuals who are, are just out in the community and tireless community service, dedication to positive change. Why do you spend so much of your time out in the community doing these things? Why is that important to you? It's very important because I love people. I love being around those who listen to me every Sunday morning at 5 a.m. on V103 with early morning praise. It's about communicating with the people that listen to you and giving back to them. Uh, I'm in churches uh, when uh, about nine months out of every year. I'm in some church emceeing a program on Sunday on Sunday afternoons when I get off the air. And uh, you, you have to interact with your audience. It is just uh, an important facet of radio. And uh, if you don't connect with your people, they will not connect with you. Uh, love your listeners, and they will love you back. They'll love you by inviting you to their programs, inviting you to dinners, inviting you to luncheons. And that's what it's all about. And uh, being on the radio is just one part of being a radio announcer. You, you can do your thing on the air. You can be great at what you do there. But if you don't get out with the people, you lose that step. And that's very important to me. It's always been important down through the years to me. Yeah, folks, we're spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline uh, with uh, Nathaniel Mosby, humanitarian award winner, our very own Larry Tinsley, will be 103, joining us here on the King Holiday Monday. And I got to say, what you said, people would say, okay, well, that's cool if you're like in a smaller town. But, you know, you've come to town and you've watched this city evolve and grow. <laughs> and, you know, and, but still, to still be able to do that in a city that has become what Atlanta has become, it, it's pretty remarkable. You remember when it was like three lanes on the interstate out there. I, I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, I came to Atlanta in 1971, June of 1971, to work for WAOK. And uh, I knew that when I came down I-75 from Knoxville, Tennessee, that I was going to give Atlanta all that I had. I was going to try to do my best to be the best that I could be uh, as a radio announcer. And here I am, what, 50, well, I've been doing radio now for 56 years, but 53 years of those have been here in, in the ATL. And God has been so good to me. He has ordered my steps every step of the way. And uh, he just gets the glory for any amount of success that I've achieved down through the years. We've talked about it this morning, you know, just the power of sport in this conversation about making community a better place, bringing people together. I see it with the, the soccer world and how that's grown here in Atlanta and Atlanta United games being just so incredibly diverse with every aspect of Atlanta and the building for that. How have you seen the power of sport? impacting this city and making it a better place for all of us. Oh, no doubt about it. I remember the night that Hank Aaron hit that, you know, that, that, that home run that put him over the top. Uh, I was getting off the air, as a matter of fact, passing uh, the Atlanta Fulton County Stadium when that happened. And this city just erupted, uh, erupted with joy because this great man had done such a great feat in baseball. And that's what this city is all about. And we don't, and we, I must admit, we have not had championships <laughs> that many times down through the years. And we'll forget about the Super Bowl a few years ago. But, but this city uh, has evolved in such big ways with the Falcons. I was at the Hawks games, uh, game the other night uh, when they played the Pacers for Faith and Family Night. Even, the, even though the Hawks did not uh, do as well as I thought they should have, and they lost the game, 
this city has always evolved around the sports teams, even the Falcons. I mean, we can be have we can have losing seasons, but it's always wait till next year with that hope and that joy that something will happen to take us to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Um, Larry, you, you were here from the inception of the King holiday when it became a national holiday. So you've had a chance to see this Monday uh, grow and evolve and, and, and take shape. You've had a unique perspective of it. Oh, yes, I have. Uh, I was uh, I was in the city when it happened, and uh, it was a great day. It was a great day, not just for Atlanta, Georgia, but a great day for the nation and the world uh, to see uh, this great man honored for the great work that he did for us down through the years through the civil rights movement. Uh, he inspired me in many, many ways. Uh, he, his polling numbers among those when he died uh, was not uh, that great, I must admit. But he did a lot for us. Because I remember when I worked in a restaurant in Decaturville, Tennessee, where I was born, I had I could work in there, but I could not buy a hamburger. Uh, it I remember we had to go to the colored section uh, at the Times Theater in Decaturville, Tennessee. There was a sign that said "colored" on the on the window. And uh, when when the Civil Rights Act of 1964 passed, and 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 we were still reluctant to go downstairs to sit with the whites, we were still reluctant to go into that restaurant uh, to get a hot dog or a hamburger. I remember the first day I did that. White people stared at me like I was crazy. Like, what are you doing in here? But it was all through the work of Dr. King and his great work with the civil rights movement that allowed me to do those things. And I'm still grateful for that to this to this day. For the the next generation today, who is even further removed from, I think the the impact of Dr. King. What is it that they need to know today as we honor him on his birthday? They must not remain complacent. Look at what's going on in the world these days. Affirmative action. Supreme Court is turning that back. Voting rights acts, you know, are being, being uh, you know, uh, diluted. Uh, all this, this about DEI is going on these days. There's so much happening in this world, and it's going to be up to us, as well as the young generation that's coming along to stem the tide of all that. We, they, we and they, I'm not going to put it on just them, it's us as well, because we still have life in us. It's up to us as well to stem the tide of all these uh, setbacks that might be happening in our world. We have to keep moving forward to be the best that we can be, to represent not only Dr. King, but our race as well. Yeah, yeah, folks, we're spending time with Larry Tinsley. Uh, you hear him on V103, but uh, this week, honored uh, during the King Holiday Celebration in DeKalb County, um, uh, honored for his accomplishments down through the years and serving in the community. We thought we'd have him on with us this morning. You know, the Atlanta History Center, is doing something special today, Larry. Um, you obviously do something special to commemorate the King holiday, and their focus is on the church and its impact on the Atlanta community. And um, I, I can think of nobody else that would know better than you uh, <laughs> about the, 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 the strength of that and, and what it did during the times of the movement to make Atlanta be what it, what, what it is, um, the, 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 the strong leadership in the churches uh, down through the years. Well, when you look back at the Birmingham bus boycott, uh, what did Dr. King do? He went to churches to get it organized. Uh, you look at things that are happening to this day. Uh, you look at those who are leading uh, um, uh, many of the movements that are happening now. They are reverends. They are pastors. So the church is deeply involved in this. And it's a, it's a meeting place. Not only is it a place for us to go and worship, but it's also a meeting place for us 
as a congregation or as congregations to come together to organize and, and, and get our thoughts together and actions together as to what our next step might be when it comes to, you know, civil rights in this country. So the church has always played a vital role in everything that the, the movement has done, and I think it will continue to do so. Now, now, now you, you're a tall guy, you know. Another person was on it with you. Uh, that people would know Tommy Smith, who uh, oh, he, he and John Carlos are renowned uh, for the 1968 Olympic Games, and he was an honoree along with you, right? He was. Tommy C. Smith, Olympic uh, gold medalist there, Mrs. Bobby K. Sanford, real estate executive. She was honored as well. And uh, I was there. I, I saw on TV uh, when Tommy held up his uh, held up his fist like that, you know. I mean, it was a monumental night for all of us. and it was, a, it was a bold statement that he made, and he talked about it during his presentation the other day. And we've got to give special thanks to DeKalb County CEO Michael Thurmond. He is the one that chose to honor us during that occasion, so got to send out much love to him this morning as well. Larry, I just wanted to say thank you for allowing me to sit under the, the learning tree with you guys this morning. And everything that you do in the community and just your life of service for this great city that we all call home. Well, thank you, Jason. I appreciate that, man. I wish you continued success in broadcasting as well. It's a great profession. Uh, I've I've been on the air for the last 30 years, every Sunday morning, never missed a Sunday. My voice has never missed a Sunday and I'm going to keep that going. And I wish the same thing for you as well, man. All the best to you. Well, let me know if we can get you to an Atlanta United game this season too. I'd love to. I'd love to. And you're working there with a with a great man, a great legend himself, Sam Crenshaw. Outstanding, outstanding broadcaster. So you're in good company. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping up with this man because, like I said, I go back to high school and hearing this man on the, on the rail. <laughs> it's always just a thrill every time I come through the door and get a chance to see him here. Larry Tinsley, we salute you, and, and uh, congratulations once again on this honor on this King Holiday Monday, and thanks for spending some time with us. Sam and Jason, thank you all for having me. God bless. All right, that is Larry Tinsley uh, receiving an honor in DeKalb County this week. I thought it would be great to have him on. Um, you know, we, we we see him, and sometimes if you don't, during the week he's on so early in the morning. Uh, we do get a chance to see him because, uh, you know, Greg and I are usually here Sunday mornings when he's doing the program downstairs. So it's a treat to see someone who's been in it so long and still in love with what you're doing. An Atlanta legend and, and seriously a life of service in the community, more than just the radio. Yeah. Yeah. everything off of that that he does for the city. Absolutely, absolutely. Out in the community and everybody really knows him and uh, it's fantastic to hear him spend some time with us. Uh, of course, you know, he mentioned being at the Hawks game this week. Of course, the Hawks game coming up later today. And we're going to check in with somebody next who uh, keeps an eye on the Hawks and maybe we can see what we can do to get these guys to get a win today, huh? Oh, this is going to be an interesting one this afternoon. Caleb Johnson will join us after the break to talk some Hawks. That's coming up next. You stay with us on this uh, holiday Monday morning here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Let it be, let it be, let it be. Sports Radio 92.9thegame.com on this King Holiday Monday. So glad you're with us. Sam Crenshaw along with Jason Longshore. Got the cold. Now I'm saying the cold. Noel White. I was right all day. And doggone, Greg did that all yesterday morning. Uh, Noel's been working with us on the other side of the glass. Glad you're with us uh, wherever you may be on this holiday Monday. And uh, love that song. Can't go wrong with that. No, never, never, never. Um, but we have, do have basketball coming up here in town. Uh, we have known it's the home. This, I think we're the home. We're the first city to have a King Holiday Monday game. 
uh, with the NBA, and uh, rightfully so. We're hosting one again today with San Antonio Spurs in. What we want is a win because we haven't had one in a minute here. And uh, a guy who covers everything, Hawks uh, for us. I've seen him in action. I've seen him there myself in action. Is Caleb Johnson joining us down the waitforit.com outline. Caleb, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, fellas. Great to have you on, man. And uh, on this day, which is, you know, a, a special game, we're going to have Killer Mike down there. Should have a great crowd again. But thoughts about where this team is right now as we approach this game today? A really weird place, uh, quite honestly. It's been one of those that, you know, I know Friday, it kind of felt like, all right, this is rock bottom. Uh, you know, it just, it felt like, it can't get any worse from an effort perspective and from a uh, from just an overall playing perspective. And then Saturday happened, and it was like, oh, okay, so this has to be rock bottom, right? Uh, and, and I think, you know, it's just kind of reached a point where um, there are – there are, there are obviously reasons for why some of the uh, the you know production hasn't been great as of late. Uh, I mean, you know, not having your best defender for weeks now and DeAndre Hunter does limit you in, in a lot of different areas. Uh, but it just feels like this team uh, isn't on the same page. Uh, I know Trey Young took the podium on Saturday to say, you know, essentially to kind of come to his coach's aid and be like, look. You know, Quinn is trying to do stuff for us, and we've got to go out there and make it happen. And it really kind of felt like, in the most polite way, that that Trey was calling out his teammates and being like, you know, look, some of this stuff, yes, defensively, it might be complicated uh, that that Quinn is trying to get us to do, uh, but we've got to go out there and make it happen. Uh, so far, it, it's you know, it's not showing up on the court, um, and then. You know, you you add the fact that this is a team who's not played good defense all year long, even though Quinn Snyder has tried to make that happen. And then lately, uh, their offense has really uh, been, you know, performing pretty poorly, specifically on Saturday where, you know, they're shooting in the the 30%, uh, which is just not good enough. It's not an area that, that Trey is used to being at, but, I'll be honest, guys, I think Trey's playing through some injuries right now to kind of top mm-hmm. off everything else as he's been dealing with a shoulder injury, a left knee injury. Um, but, uh, you know, as Quinn alluded to last week, like Trey's going to play through stuff, um, but his teammates have, have got to come and, and help him out right now because it, it's rough and, it, and it's headed towards something changing, uh, which I most likely think is uh, some players on this roster. You kind of went into it where I, I wanted to take it, Caleb, with with Trey. And look, I know everybody's going to point to the the big man on campus, the the man with this team, and that's Trey Young. He's one of the best players in the league. It, it feels like a situation where he's asking for help from his teammates. <laughs> I thought he was pretty clear in that. Again, respectfully uh, on Saturday, but saying. I need some help. I can't do this by myself. We've got to pick our coach up, and we've got to do this. What can be done? Yeah, I uh, I mean, you know, Trey's the one to talk about in times past of defense. You know, defense is an effort thing. Uh, and I think that was something that, um, you know, sure, there are there are strategic things you go about, you scheme. Um, you know, it was, I just I thought of Friday – 
their initial uh, defensive coverage wasn't working, and so they started playing, uh, you know, drop coverage, uh, trying to deal with the pick and roll that was coming their way. Um, you know that that helped them out a little bit against the Pacers, even though the Pacers still ended up blowing them out on Friday. Um, I I do also kind of wonder if Trey is not only uh, you know talking to his teammates, but also talking to his front office. Um, because let's be honest, this is a unique perspective for Trey Young to be in. I think in times in years past, we've always been like, okay, Trey, we hear you, but you could be doing this, 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 and this better. And that's kind of always been the thing. Uh, that, you know, would have even, you know, just me kind of frustrated about this team is it's like, all right, Trey, I hear you, but you need to step up when it comes to these things. This year, that is not the case. Uh, Trey, you know, has he's really backed up all of the talk. Um, and, and specifically, obviously, you know, a lot of people have focused on his defense and how he's gotten a lot more active in that area. Um, and I know as of late, his shots aren't falling and it's, you know, it's since the, the start of 2024, his three is just, you know, coming at, a, at an extremely low rate. But that's when I, I go back to, you know, guys saying that I think he, uh, the type of shoulder injury that he's been fighting through all the way since, I believe it was uh, early December, maybe late November, when the Hawks played the Nuggets. And it was Nikol, uh, Nikola Jokic who was apparently leaning on his shoulder. And that's where this thing started. Uh, but Trey's been, you know, he's, he's been playing through it. He's been fighting through it. He's not been making excuses. And instead, his way of handling it is like, we've got to step up. Um, and so, you know, you, you hope the message comes through. Um, but ultimately, I really do think uh, that a, a change in roster is what it's going to take um, because I think there are some talented players on this team uh, that just don't play well together. And then I, I think this team outside of, uh, you know, our guys like Jalen Johnson um, and, and Clint Capella, uh, and I think what Trey's done defensively is, is admirable. Uh, but the rest of these guys are just not playing good enough defensively for this team to, to get wins like they want. Wow, folks, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with our very own Caleb Johnson. He is social. Uh, you can find him anytime at ATL, that's all capital letters, ATL Johnson 18, at ATL Johnson 18. Um, you know, talk about you know, one guy who's really emerged this year, uh, was great, was Jalen Johnson, uh, sidelined for a time with a wrist injury, seemed like he came back with a vengeance. He seemed to really want to assert himself and be what this team needs. And with his versatility, you know, to me, he's a plus. Yeah, he is the poster child for uh, what developing a player looks like. You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, I have heard some Hawks fans want to play a little bit of revisionist history with Jalen and be like, well, man, if this is the guy that we had, why weren't we playing him, you know, as a rookie? And, and why wasn't he getting more minutes last year and all this sort of thing? And it's like, no, this is, you know, it's like a, a quarterback in the NFL that you draft and you let sit for a couple of years. You know, Jordan Love yesterday shocked a ton of people uh, mm-hmm. against, you know, how he played against the Cowboys. But that guy's been sitting on the sidelines learning and growing. And I think the best thing, and Jalen Johnson has said it multiple times, the best thing for him was to go down to the Skyhawks and play with the G League team 
and and develop as a player. And I think, you know, if there's any hope for, for some of the other guys, you know, you think of a guy like Kobe Buskin who's down there right now playing with the Skyhawks, uh, who a lot of people are like, hey, we'd love to see him up with the Hawks right now getting some minutes. But uh, there's something to developing a guy like that based on where he's at, you know, age-wise uh, and in his career. And, and we witnessed it now with, with Jalen. I think the, the huge thing with Jalen Johnson has been – um, he, he's found that he belonged, you know, like it was, I, I have to wonder if there was a little bit of an identity crisis for Jalen of, you know, this is the NBA and I don't know if I can live up to this. And he's found his confidence and in finding his confidence, he's found, you know, he, he's got a little bit of a swagger to him and it's fun to watch a guy, uh, who is just so quiet and shy throw down a dunk and then stare the guy down as he's going back, back up the floor. Uh, but that's what's happened with Jalen. And I do, I think it's a lot to do with the development uh, that, that he was able to, to find uh, working early in, in his NBA career. Uh, and now, you know, he is a guy and I, I think there are two untouchables on this Hawks roster right now. He's one of them. And the other is Trey young. And I just don't know that anyone would have thought that a year, two years ago. Uh, but it's a pretty incredible spot for, for this Hawks team to be that they have a cornerstone of, of their roster uh, for years to come. Yeah, you would have had a few other people in that untouchable category before, but that's <laughs> yeah. kind of where you are at this point. What's the what's the timeline for people who are, are listening and not as tapped into the NBA as you in terms of the trade window, how long it's open, what the the kind of the, the rumor mill is looking like right now, because there's been a lot of players mentioned coming and going. How much more time do the Hawks have to make moves? Uh, February 9th, it's a Friday, uh, about a month from now, is the NBA trade deadline. Um, and that's, you know, that that is the day that all deals will, will have to be done by. However, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I think we're headed towards something as soon as this week happening with the Atlanta Hawks, just because the chatter has kind of gotten so loud uh, around this team. Um, it also, you know, it kind of depends what happens today. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing a San Antonio team who is not good. Um, and this is your one opportunity on the national stage this year. You know, the Hawks, uh, you know, being a team that, that hasn't played very well, um, you know, since last year, they don't get rewarded with a lot of nationally televised games. They might get a, an NBA TV game here or there, uh, but this is their opportunity to, to be on the national stage to play the San Antonio Spurs. And obviously a lot of excitement about Victor Wimbanyamba and this one uh, that will get a lot of eyeballs. Um, but, you know, we're, we're edging close to, um, a move that is going to happen. A lot of people are, are kind of locking in on DeJounte Murray being that piece. Um, I think it is because he is the most enticing piece that the, that the Hawks have right now that they could move. You know, a name like DeAndre Hunter might be out there more, but obviously, you know, he's been one dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh, but February 9th is that date to look at um, for, for all moves to, to be getting done. It was a kind of a big deal for January 9th to pass because that was the date that the Hawks had to wait 
before they could move DeJounte Murray because of the extension they gave him this offseason. Well, that date's moved now. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of wide open if they want to move DeJounte Murray, or if they decide uh, to move some other pieces. Um, I, I know a name like Clint Capella has been, uh, has been put out there, although the team that was potentially looking at him and the Memphis Grizzlies obviously not going to be as interested to make a move now uh, because of the injuries like John Morant and others they've had to that team. Uh, but for right now, uh, it feels like so many uh, nationally are, are locked into uh, a deal. What can the Lakers make happen? Um, but uh, it's kind of unfortunate that, uh, you know, that the, the Hawks are potentially looking at a deal to move on from DeJounte Murray. But I think it's the type of situation that they traded for a guy that they wanted to be a running mate with Trey Young. Um, and while, you know, they, they have played well individually, uh, I think their collective effort together has just not been enough to, to win ball games. And what we've seen is that DeJounte Murray plays a lot better with the ball in his hands. Shocker. The guy's a point guard. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of one of those, uh, you, you, you tried to put, you know, square peg and round hole. It didn't work, and so um, it seems like the the likely most likely thing to happen uh, is that you go trade him to a team where he can be a true point guard and and shine, and then hopefully either collect some young talent that is under contract for two to three years, or you try to get you know first round pick or two and return um, and and hit a little bit of a reset with this team. Uh, and hope that Quinn Snyder and Trey Young are understanding of that and are willing to stick around. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of if. That's a lot of if. Uh, but I'll tell you <laughs> what, you know, the one thing that makes it all better is if you get some wins. So let's start today. Uh, let's see if we can get a win today, Caleb. Yeah, no, that's for sure. I mean, and it, no better team to do it. You know, it, it would have been nice if you could have pulled it off against the Washington Wizards on Saturday, but today you're playing a team that, um, you know, not, not too many teams that you are, are better defensively than, but it feels like uh, the Spurs team is one that, you know, you potentially outside of obviously what, what Victor Wimbanyama is going to do and the paint with just his insane length. Um, but this is a team that you should be able to take advantage of uh, on the glass. And then, you know, you're obviously a much better scoring team than them. I, I think the, the Hawks right now are, uh, have you know scored the fourth most point, mo- fourth most points in the NBA, and San Antonio is somewhere in like below twenties, you know, like twenty, twenty third, twenty four, something like that. Uh, so this is an area of, um, you know, you just you want to outscore them. Uh, as simple as that sounds, um, but you haven't been able to to get up a lot of points as of late, uh, and this is a team that you should be able to do that against. We'll be watching for that today when they play. Of course, we're going to hear it right here on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. Pre-game at 3 o'clock and tip at 3.30. Caleb, always great catching up with you, man. Let's see. Let, let's go get a win today. All right. Sounds good, guys. You have a good one. Thanks, Caleb. You too. All right. Caleb Johnson joining us with some thoughts on the Hawks. I mean, we, we probably will see some movement with this roster, Jason. Be on the lookout. I mean, yeah, the window's open for a while, but you need to make moves now. Yeah. And and this is where the best time is to to also move guys out to bring better pieces in. You try to hold on till the end of that window, you don't know what you might get. That's true. That's true. That's true. So we watch for that as we watch this game. Also watch for what may be coming in the future. All right, folks, wrap things up as we get to this ahead for the top of the hour. One more segment to go here. You stay with us here on Sports Radio 929 the game and 929 the game. 
Dot-com. One man can he to justify One man to overthrow Sports Radio 99th Game 99th Game.com We have enjoyed this morning being with you, Sam Crenshaw, along with Jason Longshore. Uh, been here on this King Holiday Monday, in for first the morning shift, and now for uh, some of the steakhouse. Covering all the shifts today. You know what I mean? We just covered that on the on, on Monday morning. Uh, give them a chance to breathe a little bit. They'll be back tomorrow. They'll, they'll be back tomorrow, and um, they'll be picking up where they left off with a lot of things that we're watching, uh, considering even after the outcome of one of our uh, NFL games today. Could be some more movement. Could be more coaches on the move uh, as we continue to search uh, for the new coach for our Atlanta Falcons. Well, Adam Schefter reporting this morning that Harbaugh is meeting with the Chargers today. Ah, That was the one that all the the meetings and interest and Belichick's name had come up a ton. Kind of wondered where Harbaugh's name was. Now, you know, look, he had to celebrate a national championship. Good for him, but kind of... You know, you knew that the NFL was in play for him. Absolutely. I don't think he's back at Michigan next year. Yeah. I really don't. But where's he going to land? And who, but then who gets the Michigan job? I think they have somebody on staff that's probably going to elevate. Probably. Cause look, we've seen those dominoes fall when it comes to Alabama, you know, and, and Andy Bunker's not happy about it because his, his Washington Huskies have been kind of decimated by all of this. Wow. Not only are they leaving the conference, they didn't win the championship game, and now the coach splits. You know, but you know what? He, he will have the benefit of having, as we talked with Coach Antoine Petway, you know, earlier, uh, Kennesaw State, who's been a longtime assistant in Alabama, that, that Coach Saban will be at his disposal, that Coach Saban will likely be around. And also there to at some point, you know, if things get a little rocky to remind Alabama people, look, let's be patient with this I guy. think that's really important. And, and, and look, that's the tough thing. It's following a legend is usually the job you don't want. You yep. usually want to be the guy who follows the guy. And and that's, you know, the the cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Because you're going to constantly get compared and it's not a fair comparison. Yeah. The Alabama team, I, I I mean, you could argue that one of the best coaching performances that Nick Saban's had in his career was this year. Absolutely. With this Alabama team because I don't think they should have gotten to where they got to. Yep. And he was able to get them there. This team next year is not going to be at this le- same level. You know they're already losing people. You're right, and you know you had a, a big one yesterday. Isaiah Bond committed to Texas, and he didn't even take DeBoer's call. He said that DeBoer reached out and he didn't get back to him. He, he said it's a business decision. He's trying to improve his draft stock. He trusts going to Texas that that'll happen. You're going to see more movement, and, and then you follow the dominoes down. Washington, Washington, nearly. 40 players are not going to be there next year that were there on the team that got to the, the, the championship game. Yep, and then that's not the way you want to go into, you know, Big Ten. Oof. And they know who they have coming in. Yep. Jetfish coming in from Arizona, and he did a great job there to get them back, but that's another domino. So now Arizona's in the market for a coach. Michigan might be. It, and on the, the pro side, you know, you mentioned it, Sirianni. Philadelphia, the, the, the rumors yep. are out there. Dallas. The rumors are out there with Dallas. There's going to be a lot of conversation, I think, as the day goes today that is then going to, going to affect the conversation when it comes to the Falcons yes. tomorrow. I don't think they have any interviews scheduled for today. They had two yesterday. 
Uh, lots of different coordinators that they've talked to. Antonio Pierce, they've requested an interview. I don't know when that's scheduled for or how it will be scheduled or if it's scheduled because he should get the Raiders job. He really should. They had some common sense. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him interviewed here, and I would love to see him considered here. But with Belichick being the name that has been in the, the ether the most around Atlanta, if that Dallas job opens – this is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, you got to scramble. The mad scramble goes on to see who can lure him, Belichick, and then that will impact the dominoes once again. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, yeah, there's a lot to work out. There's a lot to go on. Some openings still maybe yet to come uh, as far as that. Some coaches who would be available and some openings. So, and with the Falcons, you know, right now, and, and I, I got to think this still has to be a pretty attractive job. I think, if you, especially if you look at the offense. Yeah, you know, the, you got some young. You got, we got young talent on offense ready to go. You would like to see someone that could kind of hold this defense to get the core of this defense together with a healthy Grady Jarrett, hopefully for next season. Yep. Um, you want you would want to see that because we saw that the defense and kept things in place quite a bit during the course of the season. You want to see that come back. So all that factors into who. You, you want to bring in for, for the for the head coaching job. Um, you know, one thing is important is retaining some people that you have, uh, having some people who are happy and wanting to go to work for them. And, and they've done that so far. Now, they've actually turned down requests for interviews with the assistant coaching staff. Everyone's still in place. They're under contract. I know some people look at that as, oh, you're blocking guys who might have an opportunity elsewhere because they might not stay. The, the new coach coming in might bring people in. But to me, that's a signal that they want to make a move and they want to make it quickly. Yeah. They, they don't want to waste time here because they want to give those coaches an opportunity. Look, if, if they're going to move on, they want to give them every opportunity to move on. But I think they want to keep as many people in place so whoever comes in has an opportunity to pick who they want to work with, keep that continuity going. I just think it's a, it's a, a clue that you want to move quickly. You yeah. don't want to let this linger. You don't want to wait for a long time if – Belichick is who they're going to go after. I think they're going to go after it heavy. If that is not in play, depending on what happens with Dallas, then plan B, I still think, is going to move quick. We'll see what happens. I don't even know if Belichick's plan A, but, (laughs) you know, like it it seems that way from the conversation. A lot of conversation, a lot of uh, getting a lot of traction and a lot of attention. I think think a lot of Falcons fans won't, you know, the majority of fans probably want to see the team talk to him. Um, I think you talk to him. Uh, regardless on if you make the decision to, to go in that direction or not, I think you have to talk to him. He's available. He's been the best. Yes. In in modern times, no, no he doubt. has been that guy. No doubt. Now I know there's you know reasons and and excuses for why he's been good and and same on why it hasn't gone so well for him lately. But you have to talk to him. Yeah. I think you have to make that conversation happen and then make a decision. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, Atlanta United on the pitch working today, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Dukes and Bell at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The whole show, I'll be there with them. Lots of guests on from Atlanta United. First day today, we'll be able to watch some of training tomorrow. Pretty much the roster's in place for this upcoming season, and the, the games are coming really quick, just a couple of weeks until the preseason opener. All right, coming up here on Sports Radio 929, the game later today, uh, the Hawks and San Antonio playing the King Holiday game. Killer Mike performing at halftime, uh, pregame at 3 o'clock, tip-off at 3.30. And then tonight, 
We got NFL wildcard action, Philadelphia against Tampa Bay. Pre-game at 7.30, kick at 8.15. That's all coming up. Up next, John Fricky will join us. Always great to hear him. He's going to get some thoughts on the Falcons. I want to hear his thoughts on the, the coaching search. Yep, yep. It's going to be great stuff. That is coming up next. Uh, Noel, thank you so much this morning. All right. Jason, enjoyed it? Always fun, Sam. Uh, we're going to send a, a carrier pigeon out to see if they can find Greg at Bucky's down 75. And I'll see you back here next Saturday morning, hopefully with Greg Coxon at 7.30 Saturday morning. Have a wonderful day. It's a day on, not a day off. on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game at 92.9thegame.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.